Ahoy, mateys! <laughs> uh, come on, don't make me look like an idiot. Keep it going. <laughs> Hoist the sails as we sail the seven seas of six shots of espresso on ice. <laughs> we got some grog here today. <laughs> we be we be ordering six shots of espresso in a grande cup. Uh, ice quad espresso. Uh, yeah, the ice comes from the uh, <laughs> ice comes from me. Seven seas. Uh, specifically the, the Atlantic Sea. <laughs> Which number of the seas be that one? Four. <laughs> um, me coffee beans <laughs> roasted in the Caribbean <laughs> from Davy Jones' locker. <laughs> blimey. Oh, blimey. That be... Punching you right in the mouth. <laughs> a sword to the gut. <laughs> I call this one the Pack-A-Punch. <laughs> now ye be wondering why we taught we be talking in pirate shanty. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we be having no fucking clue. <laughs> Ye mom was a whore. <laughs> no, it'd be ye mom who was a whore. Um, do we keep doing this? Of course, bro. <laughs> Don't break character. Okay, okay. <laughs> Arg. This copy be some plunder from me and me crew's last raid. Uh, ye booty be found in... A, a, X marks the spot <laughs> on the map. <laughs> this tastes like me buried treasure. <laughs> Just the chest, not the treasure. <laughs> you be roasted it by a by a wench. <laughs> I over a fire. <laughs> you fire. I roasted these beans in a treasure chest. <laughs> Specifically birch. <laughs> you be costing a six doubloons. Doubloons. <laughs> Arg matey. Stay tuned for our next bit. Arg. Arg. What the actual? <laughs> uh, so yeah. To uh, translate what just happened, um, so we uh, we got the so we ordered six shots of espresso each each if you didn't get that. Um, the ice was formed at the Atlantic Atlantic Ocean, and it seems like this what was the longitude or latitude for that one? It's twelve. Twelve? That's near the equator. <laughs> it still could be the Atlantic. <laughs> Why would ice be in the Atlantic near the equator? I don't know. Maybe it's a cold year. <laughs> it's a cold year in the Atlantic. <laughs> you be asking too many questions. <laughs> um, Radar pirate language. Uh, one to five, I guess. Uh, four. <laughs> Three and a half, maybe. <laughs> B plus. B plus. 
Um, it's hard to do it seriously because, uh, you know, it's pirate language. <laughs> yeah, uh, be sure to drop any comments with uh, good uh, good pirate language. Yeah, we do need more pirate vocabulary, if you will. But anyways, so our espresso beans, they came from, uh, where did I say they came from? The Caribbean. The Caribbean, but they were roasted by a wench <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a treasure chest. <laughs> a birch treasure chest. A birch treasure chest. The, uh, the iron, um... <laughs> the, the casting. I, the iron casting. Like, the you know, when you see, like, a treasure chest, it's got those iron bands around yeah, it for yeah. in structural integrity. Uh, that really contributed to the flavor of these. Uh, which is why it feels like you're getting hit in the mouth of the pipe when you drink it. <laughs> um, um, and then it costs us $6 for all this. Or $9. Nine, $9 for all this. $9 for all this. Which is about... Six shillings. Or six doubloons. Six doubloons. Actually, no, doubloons probably worth more. Yeah. It's probably like a, a, sh- a sliver of a doubloon. <laughs> what is a doubloon? Is it just like a gold I coin? I thought it was a gold coin. Yeah. Doubloons! <laughs> it's yeah. also my new favorite word ever. Uh, yeah, I still think wench or scurvy dog <laughs> either either one something i can insult someone with because yeah you can't really call someone a doubloon <laughs> you doubloon you doubloon <laughs> you fucked it up again you doubloon <laughs> um, jimmy's a scurvy dog jimmy is a scurvy dog uh yeah so our next bit um I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what our next bit's going to be. Yeah. We'll get in. Oh, we should rate the coffee. Oh, shit. All right. I will give my coffee two scurvy dogs <laughs> out of five lunches, which I, comes out to a C. <laughs> I give mine uh, one keel hauling okay. out of uh, seven walking the planks. I thought you said kegels for a second. <laughs> you know what keel hauling is? No, is it they they haul. I, I would assume they haul a keel, but what's a keel? No, no. no. So the keel is the. I learned about this on YouTube. Okay. Um. So the keel is like the, the long part of the boat, right? I think okay. I think I could be wrong, but basically what keel hauling is is they tie a rope to you, right? And let's say you're on the starboard side of the boat, right? And they run the rope under the boat, like under the middle of the boat, right? And then they stand on the the port side of the boat, hold the rope, and then they push you off on, like into the water and start pulling on the rope. So you get dragged underneath the ship, right? Um, <laughs> and that sucks for a couple reasons. One, you might drown because ships are big. Yeah. Two, you know, like barnacles? Ugh. They grow on the bottom yeah, yeah, of ships, yeah. and these are wooden ships, right? So you're getting drug, and you're like buoyant. So you you like hit the the bottom of the boat, and you're being dragged along it. So your body is just getting like wrecked by all these barnacles and wood splinters, and all the while like you can't breathe, and you're like getting pushed around by the waves and shit. Hey, at least they're cleaning the bottom of the boat, though. No, they aren't. <laughs> <laughs> And apparently it's a really... human sponge. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, apparently it's like one of the worst punishments ever. But I would equate it to like six walking the planks. Yeah, I feel like one. walking the plank isn't bad if you're near land. <laughs> <laughs> but I would assume they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. So yeah, for those of you uh, 
Land lovers. Oh, that was a six out of seven. <laughs> yeah, me and Steven are pirates. <laughs> We're going to join a pirate vessel. <laughs> we be pirates. We be pirates. Should we tell them about Baby Yoda? Oh, we need to tell them about Baby Yoda. Yeah. All right. So the story goes that me and Steven walked into 7-Eleven because as we do. As we do. Um, and we saw a Baby Yoda plush doll. Real, real nice. Like good quality. Good quality. Licensed Star Wars merch. Yeah. In 7-Eleven. And so... It was love at first sight. We had to have it. <laughs> but to make it interesting, now we uh, we compete with each other uh, every time we see each other for a Baby Yoda doll. Yeah, for the uh, Baby Yoda the doll. The Baby Yoda doll. I lost the uh, said competition. So now... The, the inaugural competition. The inaugural competition. I would just like to say I tried so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we fenced off for this doll, and I, I don't think I've tried, like, me and Justin have tried that hard in competition. Yeah, that was, <laughs> it was really intense. <laughs> um, but now we, uh, you want to keep going? I oh, yeah, sure. How to explain uh, this. So I am currently in possession of the Baby Yoda doll. Um, so the rule is, Justin, as the, the challenger, gets to decide when he wants to challenge. Uh, so he gets to choose the day or like the time of the day, right? Like next time we see each other and I get to choose what the challenge is. I think we're going to keep it limited to fencing. Maybe in the future when we get bored of that, we'll like throw darts or something. Who knows? <laughs> Flip a coin. Flip a coin. <laughs> and then the winner gets possession of baby Yoda. Rock, um, paper, scissors. yeah, rock, paper, scissors. Uh, on the downside, I left baby Yoda at my house today. Um, so that's bad, but. I will, you know, on the off chance I lose today, um, I will find a way to get Justin Baby Yoda within a fortnight. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, going gonna, gonna to film Baby Yoda doing, like, funny shit. <laughs> we had the idea of, like, buying enough Baby Yoda dolls to, like, reenact <laughs> World War One, <I>. So they're, <laughs> like, in the trenches and shit. <laughs> the little flopper! <laughs> Get down! Storm the trenches, man! Storm the trenches! <laughs> Violate the Geneva Convention! But yeah, so that's where we're at right now. That's pretty much the most exciting thing we've got going on. Um, and yeah, we'll keep you guys updated on uh, Baby Yoda's uh, whereabouts as they update. Yeah. Um, oh, we also came up with the idea of oh, having yeah. like a, a ceremony for every time baby yoda gets handed off so he has to come in like a briefcase <laughs> so like whenever Dude, briefcases are expensive <laughs> oh really yeah oh, shit. so if you ever see us at a knack and one of us is carrying mm -hmm. a briefcase don't be alarmed yeah uh, baby, baby yoda will be in there um also don't steal the briefcase you'll die if you steal the briefcase that's baby, a guarantee yeah we'll we'll find you <laughs> we will uh you can you can say your last words on Steve and Justin's morning musings. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> You're gonna die. So don't steal the briefcase. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, as so, we do. Uh, we'll get into our next bit after this. Uh, as of this moment, we don't know what it's gonna be, but after it'll this, be good. Uh, commercial break. Yeah, quick commercial break. See you guys soon. 
Um, so, as you guys might or may not know, we come up with things on the fly. Yeah. And uh, we got a, a real strange idea for a bit. Yeah. We don't know how this is going to go. For all we know, this is going to end in like a second. Or it's going to be 30 minutes of terror for me. <laughs> or... So. Or it'll yeah. be, or you're never gonna hear this. Or you're never gonna hear this. So, uh, so yeah, basically this bit is gonna be me calling my ex girlfriend on uh, on Facebook, and we're just gonna ask her to shit on me for thirty minutes. But we're gonna find questions that will like kind of you know help the flow <laughs> of this uh, shitting on, so to speak, go. So, and away we go. <laughs> We're gonna do this. It's gonna be like this. Do it, love. All right. We can call it from here. <laughs> oh, well, it's still ringing. Um, Oh. Here's some tunes to help you wait. <laughs> I think I'm ready to jump out the window. <laughs> Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Oh. Uh, I don't think she's going to answer yeah, you. she's not going to answer me. There we All go. right. Nice. Plan B, call, pretend I'm from the census. Okay. <sighs> All right. So we're here. We're here. We we finally came up with a segment uh, to do. It took and a while. It's one that uh you know has been requested of us since the the conception of our our show. The beginning of time, um, so to speak. And you know, a lot of people ask us, like, what are some lessons that you've learned uh, from fencing that are, you know just kind of transfer over into real life? Like, how has fencing helped you in real life? But they never really ask us. Uh, well, how has fencing fucked you up for life? <laughs> so, <laughs> so today we're going to go into all the ways that fencing has really just, like, altered our lives for the worst. And just rammed its <laughs> dirty fists up our butt. <laughs> um, all right. Steven, you want to go first or should I? Um, I don't know. Where do you want to start? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so fencing has, like, very ill-prepared us for, like, fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the biggest one, I think, for me. I feel like if I ever got into a fight, like, I would land a punch and then stop because <laughs> I'm used to scoring a point and then stopping. And I would be very confused why this dude is continuing to beat my ass after I've scored a very clean, straight, simple attack to his face. Yeah. I'm also worried that if uh, someone were to punch me, I would try to take Perry, too. <laughs> and, uh, yep. Even worse, if they try to kick, I'm going to try and take Perry, too. And um, I don't think it's going to do much. So Yeah, because we're really trained to, like, deflect yeah. the point. Deflect the point, and then... Not, like, deflect someone's foot. <laughs> like, it's very different. Yeah. Uh, I also never got how they dodge so good. I feel like if yeah, I learned that... We, we don't know how to dodge. I feel like it would really improve my fencing game if I learned how to dodge <laughs> like a boxer. Dip and weave. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, uh, what else? Where do you want to go from here? So I feel like fencing, like, at a high level, has really turned us into, like, 
super tryhards at everything we do. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think that's the biggest one. I can't just do anything casually. Like everything I do, it feels like I'm trying to like fulfill a purpose. Pr- fulfill a purpose, like level up to the max possible. Yeah. Like even playing like a sandbox game like Minecraft. My brother hates playing with me because I'm like, this is the project. We have to finish the project. Like, this is how we succeed. And we're going to grind every fucking night for three hours until we succeed because that's dedication. And he's like, I just want to build a house and uh, farm some wheat. Um, Yeah, I can't even get into Minecraft because I don't even know the purpose of it. (laughs) Or like Warzone. I can't even play with like guns that I want to play with because once I've started leveling up a gun and I'm like I need to unlock all the attachments so I can have the best possible chance at victory it's not even like even if we have fun yeah like it doesn't mean we don't have fun (laughs) but even if we have fun well like we define fun as like fulfilling some sort of goal (laughs) for example on like one of the assault rifles in warzone I'm only trying to level it up <laughs> because I want the, the nutsack, like, rounds. <laughs> like, there's, like, a 100-round drums on the Kilo 141. <laughs> I swore to God, it looks like a pair of balls. And I... It really does. I'm grinding so hard for it, and I don't know why. <laughs> Actually, I'm doing the exact same thing. Me and Justin are at very similar levels for our Kilo. And I don't even, you don't even need a hundred rounds. You yeah, you really don't. You don't even want them, actually. You, they, they make your gun worse because it takes a long time. It's like slower. But, but it looks like a pair of balls. <laughs> I just want to teabag some people when I shoot them. Uh. Yeah, everything, it just feels like everything I need to like, everything I do, I need to fulfill like a, a goal. Or, I, yeah. yeah, I need to like have a goal or like succeed in leveling up something. Cause it's our habit to like try and get better at like whatever you do. <laughs> it really sucks. Instead of fun first, it's like, am I doing things that are going to make me better at this task? And am I winning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Fencing, like just by nature of fencing has made me not able to trust anyone. <laughs> like, like, I feel like it goes deeper than fencing, Justin. I hate to say it. This has made me uh, not able to have like meaningful relationships with people. <laughs> so it's kind of fucked me up for life. Because like when you fence someone, you can't really believe anything. <laughs> so I've also unfortunately carried that into real life. <laughs> so I can't make assumptions. I like I can't trust anyone. So there goes, like, literally interacting with any human possible. What do you think, Steven? Uh, yeah, it's definitely made me more suspicious. Uh, I don't know, I don't think I'm quite a, I can't trust anyone. <laughs> uh, but it definitely has made me way more, like, suspicious of people. And, like, even when they aren't, like, I've, I'm always assuming, like, a deeper meaning in, mm-hmm. the, like, actions that people do. Um... Oh, let's go to the physical side of uh, how fencing has fucked us up. Yo, my my legs are bow-legged because <laughs> of fencing. I can't stress how annoying that is. <laughs> I could be like an inch taller, but instead my legs go outwards. Hey, it looks cool though. Really? Yeah, I think it looks really cool. Wow. You look very sturdy. Oh, that's good. <laughs> like an earthbender. <laughs> like an earthbender. Yeah, my knees also protrude. Oh, yeah, because of the, yeah, yeah, this part? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have that, too. Um, my uh, my right forearm <laughs> is way bigger than my left forearm. So mine's opposite. Um, it makes us look like one of those crabs that have, like, a giant <laughs> claw. 
<laughs> is your right shoulder higher than your left shoulder? Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. My it cur- left it cur- is higher than my right. Th- there's actually a huge problem with that because, like, it curves your, your spine. spine yeah. yeah. So, like, we're going to have problems when we're 40. Yeah. <laughs> oh, our hips? That's another big Oh, deal. yeah, my hips crack at, yeah. like, uh, Mach 1. Just, like, a sonic boom. Um, so there's that. Uh, back pain's gone, so that's good. That's good. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Just all these minor, minor injuries that you just have to learn to, like, ignore. Yeah. Um, that, like, normal people would be like, huh, maybe I should stop doing what I'm doing. We're like, ah, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, really, fencing really, like, conditions you to... So, there's this, like, old saying in, I forgot which country, uh, someone told me this a while ago, but it's, like, it's more, it's harder to have, like, a pebble in your shoe than, like, climbing, like, a whole mountain. And that's, like, kind of what fencing is. Because there's no, like, major, really major injuries, knock on wood. Sometimes there are. <laughs> Sometimes. But, like, there's a ton of minor injuries that are just super annoying in real life. <laughs> so, like, for example, um, like, my calf, uh, my left calf on the back, like, if I start moving too much, it'll, like, seize up. And, like, it, it just does this 100% of the time. And then, like, I can't, I can't feel, like, my toes. It's super annoying. <laughs> if I get hit in the funny bone, one time I was fencing and uh, someone who was a huge dude uh, like did four flick to my funny bone like directly yeah. and just like, like, sh- like the nerve was just like shot there. Like it hurt like real bad. It felt like my hand was on fire. And for a month I couldn't feel my ring and pinky fingers. <laughs> like literally they were numb like for a month or two. And now like, you know, before, when I was a kid or whatever, you'd have to hit your funny bone, like, with some force mm-hmm. to, like, make it tingle, like, but it didn't hurt, right? It just tingled. Mm-hmm. Now, if I, like, tap my funny bone on anything, my hand is just, like, on fire. <laughs> I remember one time I was fencing in a final, and he four-flicked my funny bone, and I was just like, why? Like, why now? Please. <laughs> so, yeah, I won the bout, and I couldn't feel all these two fingers. <laughs> um... Hmm. Let's see what else. It makes you want to like. Fencing <laughs> makes you like willing and able to like bend rules. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you really like bend rules to like your favor. Yeah, yeah. In like ways that like you think are normal, but other people will find like yeah. real sneaky. <laughs> but like it's kind of the norm for us. Yeah, just you see like rules, and you're like, all right, how can I get around mm-hmm. this? Yeah. It's not even just, like, getting around it. It's just, like, blatantly <laughs> ignoring it, too. <laughs> um, there's... It definitely, like, increases your, like, problems with authority, I would say. <laughs> no, that's just you. I gotta be honest. That's just you. Uh, yeah, maybe it's just the way I fence that. <laughs> um, I can advance lunge real fast. Yeah, that really fucks you up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think uh, what else um yeah i guess interacting with people is a lot harder too because like um in fencing you're really used to like planning things out so sometimes like when i talk to like non-fencers i'll like try to plan out like how the conversation is gonna go <laughs> which is like really <laughs> neurotic of me <laughs> but um yeah you're like anticipating i'll try to like anticipate and then like uh, keep the conversation going and like up to a place I wanted to go, <laughs> which is like kind of fucked up because <laughs> it ends up like 
me saying what I want to say and they say what I want them to say. <laughs> so I can never really have a real conversation with like non-fencers anymore. <laughs> there goes job interviews. Actually, fencing has really helped with job interviews, I will say. <laughs> it really, really goes well. It's really fucked up uh, traveling for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hate traveling. Uh, yeah, I don't get how people can just like travel and go to countries and enjoy themselves. I don't remember the last time I traveled without my fencing bag. Same. Actually, same. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the last time I went anywhere, like, more than an hour away. Or an hour away or more without my fencing bag. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Um, No, but I just mean, like, I hate the experience of traveling because it's just like a job you oh, know it feels like a job it feels yeah. like a job you just like i have to get to the airport i have to do this 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 and this whereas like people are like oh my god i had so much fun on my vacation to go to this country and like i'm like what <laughs> how did you like enjoy that like what is enjoyable about that you're not going to a competition you're not doing anything <laughs> i remember my uh when i first moved into college in 2015 um i woke up in my dorm room really stressed out because I didn't know who my who was in my pool <laughs> and then I had to wake up and be like wow this really fucked me up for a while <laughs> yeah like college kids always talk about the dream like during finals week where you forgot you were enrolled in a class like all semester and you're failing and you have to go take the final or you forgot one of your finals or something like every college student talks about that dream let's talk about the I missed the competition <laughs> dream yeah. like I have that dream all the time or like I'm fencing well at like a competition or something. And then it like, I have to, like, I'm all of a sudden teleported to a different place and I am like missing this comp or I missed my bout and I, you know, I was fencing really well. One time after summer nationals, uh, I was in high school. So I had cross country practice at six in the morning every day. Um, so I would nap after and I just like come back from cross country, fall asleep on the couch. And my brother came downstairs to play Xbox because our Xbox was downstairs and he turns it on, like starts making noise. And I don't remember this, but I looked him, I woke up, looked him dead in the eyes and I went, shh, I'm watching the top 16 and went back to sleep. I'll <laughs> <laughs> do it. Uh, yeah. I remember, um, I was on a plane, uh, obviously to a fucking competition, <laughs> but, um, I was dreaming, I was fencing, and there's a person sitting next to me who I, I just had no idea who that was. And then, apparently, like, I woke up because my arm, I had extended my arm in my sleep, and so I hit the chair in front of me, which was, like, right in front of, like, the person. The person was just watching TV, and my fist was, like, in his TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, like, I wake up and look at him, he looks at me, and he puts his hand on my, like, hand and puts it down into my lap. <laughs> <laughs> so uh that kind of fucked me up for life <laughs> i feel like i have so many like routines for everything i do oh yeah like uh, so many superstitions too. yeah that really this but the worst part is some of my superstitions carry on into like real life too <laughs> so i don't really want to say my superstitions yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> then the, these people will catch on and uh, uh Oh, yeah, one of them is, like, kind of fucked up, <laughs> but, um, for me, it's made drinking worse, because I always feel <laughs> like I can drink more, <laughs> and usually I can't. 
<laughs> I make a goddamn fool out of myself. <laughs> just everything you do, you know, you gotta be a... Nothing is in moderation anymore. <laughs> just yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to put it. There's no moderation. <laughs> no balance. No balance, just go hard or go yeah. home. It ends up just being pure chaos. <laughs> and no one wants to play, like, fun games with you anymore. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> My friend stopped inviting me to badminton. <laughs> going way too hard. <laughs> and then they would be like, oh, calm down, Justin. Like, it's just badminton. So then I would intentionally play, like, way worse <laughs> just to spite them. And they would get really mad then. So they're like, oh, you're going way too easy. Yeah, there's no balance. <laughs> yeah, everything is just like competitive full send. Yeah. Get pissed off at everything. <laughs> um, Should we do what it taught us really quick? <laughs> really quick. Uh, I guess the one thing I would say is I learned how to drive. <laughs> like, because I, I have a long commute to fencing. And so I feel like I'm in like the top one percentile of people at the age of 20, like miles, total miles driven. <laughs> like, I think I'm pretty high up there. Um, just cause it's a lot. <laughs> I'm probably in the, the top 1% of 23 year olds who have gotten rides from other people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Because uh, I don't own a car, so it's very difficult for me to, like, get to practice. But thankfully, people like Steven will drive me to fencing. Yeah, Justin, full disclosure, it's not, like, Justin lives, like, not that far away from fencing. Oh, yeah. it's like five minutes. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Um, oh, here's, like, a kind of deep one. This is the one I was telling you about for, like, I use this in interviews. It's, uh... You have to learn how to use, like, incomplete information to make, like, decisive decisions. That's a good one. Oh, we're doing what taught us now? Oh, yeah. I thought we were still fucked up. I was like, how's that a bad thing? <laughs> um, I was going to say, this isn't fencing, but just, like, working out in general, just the body dysmorphia. Yeah. That's pretty bad, I guess. Um, but, you know... I don't have problems. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're challenged to have problems, we have the most problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have any problems until you start talking about your problems. <laughs> then get ready, bud. <laughs> Yikes. Um, let's see. I feel like I like I'm trying to think how to word it like learning how to be coached yeah learning how to learn is actually a big thing yeah like listen how, learning how to like listen to a coach even when they're like mad at you or whatever mm-hmm. taking that's criticism taking huge. criticism um also learning how to teach is good yeah um also like learning how to learn also makes you aware that not everyone is right like, even the person teaching you might not be correct. So you have to, like, be able to make whatever, like, they give you, like, your own. Yeah, that's true. You got to be adaptable mm-hmm. in that sense. Oh, yeah. Fencing definitely made us more adaptable. Oh, yeah. You have to, like, like roll with the punches a lot in fencing. Yeah, you really operate in, like, a void of 
not knowing anything. (laughs) And you have to be comfortable with it, which is the worst part. (laughs) You have to be confident and comfortable in not knowing anything. (laughs) I'm trying to think what else. Hmm. It's. Um, I thought this one was gonna be way easier to just ramble about, like the plates thing. Yeah, the plates thing was fun. This is just depressing. <laughs> um. Um. Uh, it's made me actually. Here's one thing. Um. Right. So like, because of fencing. Essentially, what happened was I had I had this Korean coach K. By the way, K. Shout out. Shout out K. Um. You're awesome. Um, he taught us that he, he basically taught us not to be picky with food. Like when we <laughs> went to Korea, like he gave us this like slime fish stew, which like was disgusting. Like the first time I had it, but like, he was just like, shut the fuck up and eat it. Like you like everyone, like people would die to have food right now, essentially, which he's like, right. Is the thing. Um, so now like I'm not picky about any food. So like, except for tomatoes. Except for Fuck tomatoes. tomatoes. Fuck tomatoes. <laughs> it's just dirty water. <laughs> yeah, I actually think you're right. Like, I like I'll eat anything. Uh, I'm not quite there yet. Maybe I need to have some slime fish too. Um, but it definitely has expanded my palate. It's true. Because also we go to like all these places. Yeah, you just gotta eat. Yeah. Um. Hmm. That shit was nuts. Yeah. Um. Yeah, actually, one thing that it's fucked me up with is like traveling. I don't trust anyone traveling. Oh, yeah. They're just normal people. I feel like everyone in the entire world is out to rob me. Yeah. Like I, feel that. I don't. I don't know why. And I always look back on it and I feel really dumb. <laughs> but like, I am so like, like paranoid when I'm traveling. I think part of that is my dad. Um, <laughs> that's just how my dad is. Um. But, like, yeah, traveling sucks because I literally feel like everyone in the area is trying to, like, kill or rob me. Yeah. And, I like, yeah. And it's, it's it gets really bad. Except, I feel that everywhere except for Korea. Really? Yeah, Korea. You feel... I feel at home. At home in Korea. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think. I haven't really... I'm trying to think where I haven't felt like that. Honestly, for me... Um, Elizabeth is going to kill me if I say this, but Italy was the worst. <laughs> I really felt like people were just staring at me because I was Asian and wanted, like, just to, like, murder me. <laughs> like, I actually... I, not because I was Asian, I guess, but, like, just because I was a foreigner. Yeah. They, like, wanted to, like, scam me somehow. I really felt those I fucking felt... Italian people. <laughs> <laughs> I felt... Actually, the least, like, I was going to get robbed in Japan. Oh, 100%. Um, They're too nice to rob you. <laughs> they I, like, like, the least crime. I, like, I still felt sometimes like I was in danger and I was going to get robbed, but, like, that was the least mm-hmm. of any country I've been to. The most is, like, strangely enough, Germany. Really? Yeah. I don't know no. what it is about Germany. I feel like everyone's out to get me. I thought it was, for me, it was Italy and Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, Ukraine was pretty bad, too. Also, oddly enough, Denmark. Denmark sketched me out. I don't know why. And, like, thinking back on it, everyone there was so nice. Yeah. Denmark like, even the sketchy really... people. Yeah. Because I went to this really sketchy place in Denmark. Um, Everyone there was so nice. But I just, like, 
felt like they were out to get me, you know? And maybe it's because there was no sunlight there, but it just was like nuts. I did not feel safe in Denmark. Um, I have a kind of funny story about my first, uh, my second World Cup when I was like 13. Um, I went to Sweden, Gothenburg, I think. Mm -hmm. And we were like walking outside the airport and this guy came up to me and waved at me so I waved back because you know I'm 13 and <laughs> I'm still trusting the people um, and then he puts his hand to his mouth spits out a yellow Lego and hands it to me <laughs> and I took it <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah and then he walked off and I was really confused that's wild yeah that's really really wild but I think the worst part of that story was that I took it yeah <laughs> I could have walked away, but I didn't know what to do. I just took it and threw it away right after. And Gaga was so mad at me. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yeah. I think the worst example of, like, or the thing we were talking about, of just, like, being, like, feeling like people are out to get you, is we were in uh, Austria, mm-hmm. and me and my buddy went to go. We found, like, a like a late night just like a little thing you can get like uh sausages at right sausages and fries um and we got it and there was this older dude probably like in his 40s really nice guy just started talking to us uh just about like sports and stuff and we're like oh yeah we're here for the fencing or whatever um he spoke really good english and he was just oh where are you guys like staying or whatever and we were just like oh this hotel over like that way like we didn't even tell him the hotel right Mm -hmm. and then we get back to the hotel and I couldn't sleep that night. I felt like he was going to come and murder us. <laughs> and I don't know why. Like there was yeah. no, he, he was like a really nice guy. No sketchy at all. But I was just like so sussed out by like other countries. And I don't know why. Yeah. The culture, I feel like the culture is just so different. It's so like, different. You feel like, uh, you feel it, but you can't really put your finger on yeah, it. Yeah. 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 It's like weird. Like the, especially it's like the way people talk and like the questions they ask you. Yeah. Cause yeah. For example, in Korea, it's very normal to ask someone like, do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> um, that's like a thing people like always ask, but like here, like who the fuck asks that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got anything else? Nothing really on my mind. I'm trying to think. Um, You learn to be much more, like, adventurous, you know? Like, oh, yeah, you want to try everything. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, even though the cool thing about it is, like, even though we don't go to these places for long and we don't have time to go see, like, sightseeing or, mm-hmm. like, do cool things, we'll just go, like, wander around and explore. Yeah. And, like, I think that's some of the best memories I have. It's just, like, we're wandering around these fucking cities with no cell phone service, no idea where we're going, <laughs> and we just, like, find shit, you know? Yeah. And those are always the fun, the fun ones. Um, on the negative side of that, um, what I've noticed about myself is that because of fencing, or you can't make any like real assumptions like while you're fencing. I do, I do that in real life, but it's bad because I'll do something that I know in the back of my head is wrong, but I'll do it anyway just to make sure it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like it could be right. But I gotta find out. I gotta find out somehow. <laughs> I'll try it anyway. I'll try anything once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's see. 
I think, yeah, that's, that's a, good a good place, place to, to end it. Yeah. Um, this, has could, been, this has been a fun ride. It's been the first good first season. Good first season. Uh, just want to say thank you to Rachel. Yeah, thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. Fuck you, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, Jimmy doesn't get a thank you. He's a piece of shit. Um, we still have yet to lock his cage. <laughs> God, that was such a whole ordeal. <laughs> I can't believe he got out of his cage. Like, I didn't think he was smart enough to just open it. Because we didn't have a lock on it. <laughs> we just assumed. People are, people are going to think Jimmy's an animal now. No, Jimmy's a human being. Jimmy's a human being that we kept in a cage. So he would edit our fucking podcasts. Um, we tracked him for like a, a fortnight. Which was a whole thing. On foot. On foot. Um, Using nothing but a sextant in our wits. <laughs> yeah, we we measured the distance with like using a, the the sextant of the North Star. <laughs> People are gonna be wondering what the deeper meaning is behind it. No, we're speaking quite literally. Quite literally, we tracked him throughout Joshua Tree, <laughs> like, using a sextant. Um, I can't believe he got that far. He must have hitchhiked. <laughs> like actually. My, I can only imagine him just like going up to this like taco food truck and being like, please, I'm trapped in a I'm cage. being chased. I'm being chased. <laughs> Meanwhile, me and Steve are dressed in all black, like in the middle of the night, like fucking ninjas. <laughs> Walking around with a sextant. <laughs> and like a poster of like Jimmy. <laughs> One of those old west. Uh... Have you seen this man? He's wanted by the nation. <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, evening, comrade. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we'd like to thank all of our listeners, yeah. uh, especially everyone who listened to every episode. Wow, you guys are uh, real valuable people. Uh, mm-hmm. Hope we didn't. Hope we at least entertained you sometimes. Yeah. Uh, this was really fun for us to do. Yeah, we uh, we got really good at riffing now. Yeah, we just <laughs> we just riff all the time. Oh, yeah, we want to especially thank Trevor Shepard. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Trevor Shepard, for being our number one fan, uh, for being our motivator to make Always these episodes. Always asking us to make these episodes. Um, um, and for carrying us in Warzone. Carrying us in Warzone is a big thing with his trusty crossbow, <laughs> which is a little less than trusty, but <laughs> still. But when it works, it works. Um. Thank you to uh, the women in me and Steven's life. Yes. For putting up with us while we do this. <laughs> uh, thank uh, you so much to Lauren. Thank you, Elizabetta. Um, Sorry we look like dumbasses. <laughs> um, I'm sure you're used to it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, it's been a fun ride. Uh, can't wait for season two. Can't wait for season two. Um, I hear we might be animating ourselves <laughs> in season two. No promises. Uh, if you guys know any good animators, uh, <laughs> hit us up. Hit us up. Put us in touch. Um, we can offer a pay of none. <laughs> so, but the clout. But the, the clout, clout is think insane. Of think clout. about the clout. Yeah. Um, also, we'll. Uh, one of you guys, will, if you guys play Warzone, might get to play with us. Oh yeah, enter uh, for a chance to win uh, a chance to play a chance to play War- Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Warzone with Steven, Steven and Justin, Justin and their number one fan, uh, Trevor. How how are they gonna enter this contest? Um, 
DM us. DM us. <laughs> DM us to enter the contest. Uh, with, yeah, with your application. With your KD ratio. With your KD, <laughs> yeah. Submit an application via DM and... Uh, your KD ratio and your diet. <laughs> we need to know what you eat before you play with us. <laughs> and any other information that you think would be pertinent. Um, yeah, so DM us applications uh, to play with us. Uh, we'll choose some lucky winners. <laughs> Very uh, objectively. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, hit us up, and uh, I'll be going back to school soon, and Justin so will, will also be going back to school soon. So can't wait to die. <laughs> so uh, when we come back, or if we figure out, you know, calling or whatever, we'll see. If school's not too busy, uh, you guys will see us in season two. Season two. Season two. Forever. Forever. One hundred years. Stephen and Justin's Justin morning, morning musings. Good night. Good night. <laughs>